0: What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is Ty, your head blurred in charge head blurred in charge, the HBIC. I am coming to y'all live and very colorful atop my balcony um while I am sitting on the ground outside. So you may hear the noises of the cars passing by, you know, people with motorcycles and other large motors that unnecessarily make noises in the street you may hear those I don't know this is going to be a very short episode I'm just going to get this out the way because after this I only have two more episodes for the year so we're doing this in one take no breaks hold on to your horses because it's coming at you fast so I wanted to do an episode called white boy wasted um and so like I said it's going to be a short episode because you know I I am a black woman who loves and adores and you know is open to dating other black people but um I do get the occasional crush on a white boy and that's okay Um currently I am crushing on Joseph Quinn who I've mentioned him in maybe like 3 podcasts already <laughs> but um he plays um, Eddie Munson on this past season of Stranger Things. And you know, I I missed the opportunity to meet him at Fan Expo in Canada last month, because I just, I didn't have the funds or so I thought. Um, But at the time, I I didn't believe I was going to have the funds. So I didn't go. And I'm just trusting and praying that the universe will come back around and give me an opportunity to meet him. And I do have very good fortune with meeting the people that I really like. And I'm going to mention some of them in this episode. Um, you know, and so I, 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 definitely believe he and I will meet at some point in this lifetime, if not this one, the next one, but I'm hoping this one, you know, um, and I just, I just saw this amazing story on TikTok of this young woman or young person. I don't know their pronouns or gender, gender identity, but anyway, this young person, uh, female presenting person. Okay. Maybe I'm getting too deep. Well, anyway, <laughs> this young person who met Joseph Quinn during fan expo, and they were explaining to Joseph about their Medusa tattoo. If you ever listen to my podcast for any reason, I just saw your story on TikTok and it was fucking beautiful. Um, and they were talking to Joseph Quinn about why they have the tattoo. I I didn't look through all their videos, but I assume it has to do with like self harm scars and suicidal ideation. And he, you know, he just seems like an empathetic person he like got up and he put his hand on her tattoo and he's crying with her and it with them and anyway i just i just really dig him not only was that character awesome but from every interview i see and every interaction i hear about from him it just sounds like he is just he's just that guy And I'm going to keep looking for his Funko Pop because that thing is sold out everywhere. But anyway. um, So, yeah, he's like the main white guy I have a crush on right now. And I believe he's British. So, but, um, but anyway, white boy wasted y'all. Listen, I'm a child of the 90s. I, um, you know. In the 90s, I was seven years old to 17. So there was a lot that happened in that time. And I, like most girls, was a little boy crazy. Um, I do mentioned it a little bit in my last episode with my bestie. Uh, She can attest to the fact that I was incredibly boy crazy. And, um, And there were a number of white boys I had crushes on. It's not that I didn't have crushes on, you know, some of the young black guys at that time you know when I was younger um I I had a (laughs) y'all don't judge me for who I'm about to say I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna get off of it to get back to this episode but anyway um I had a crush on Ray J when he was on the Sinbad show okay and uh little Willie Norwood and I don't even know if I want to say the next one All right, y'all. I had a crush on the gay Tupac. I had a crush on Jesse Smollett when he was on on our own. Okay. Yes. Yes. So anyway, back to the theme of this episode. This episode is called White Boy Wasted. So when I was a preteen, 11, 12, 13. (gasps) You a moth. Okay. We're going to brave the elements to get through this podcast. Let me take a swig of water. Ah. Okay, y'all gonna have to bear with me because your girl's a little elevated, but we gonna get back on topic. <clears throat> so as a preteen, I, like most girls, had a crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Ryder Strong and um, um, Devin Sawa during the 90s um, they all had that same kind of middle part floppy hair sandy blonde except for Ryder strong kind of thing going on so jonathan taylor thomas or jtt was pretty big in the 90s he uh he played randy the middle child on home improvement i of course am a middle child as well can't you tell and um he also played the voice of young simba in the lion king the speaking voice not the singing voice shout out to jason weaver you're doing your thing on the shy um so you know and then there was this whole jtt craze everybody loved jtt it's so funny because he just has had a birthday last week or this you know a few days ago um i want to say jtt may be a year or so older than me he's definitely in his 40s his early 40s so oh there's a cat outside okay <clears throat> and then Ryder Strong who I mentioned he played Sean on um Boy Meets World and so everybody liked Sean because he was mysterious and he had an edge you know whatever whatever Sean was cute and then like Ryder Strong had those like pillowy lips <sighs> anyway and then Devin Sawa is another one I named so Devin Sawa I remember he was in um, he was in uh, Now and Then, and I really liked him in that. He was Christina Ricci's first kiss, and then um, he was in uh, Little Giants. So, and I love Little Giants. And then, um, as he got older, people may recognize him for the first um, Final Destination movie. And then, of course, he was Stan in the Eminem video. But anyway, I'm talking about younger Devin Sawa. Leonardo DiCaprio. He's another one. And he had that middle part with the floppy hair. Um, (laughs) It was just, you know, white boy wasted. I'm telling you. And as a young girl who, you know, of course, I, I knew I was, you know, a young black girl. And I didn't have a problem with my identity as being a black girl. I just, at that time, like had a thing for goofy white guys. I don't know. Like it just was my thing. It was my jam. Um another one that came to my mind and then it escaped my mind. Oh, who was I thinking about? And they have that same type of haircut. Oh, that's funny. Now that I'm thinking about haircuts, you think about the haircuts of the three brothers on home improvement you had the older brother who was not attractive and he had like the spiky hair and then you had jtt with the middle part and floppy hair and then the younger brother had the little bowl haircut with the bangs (laughs) i don't know why that's pretty funny oh shoot okay hold on Oh, it's pretty funny but anyway um what was i talking about oh okay so another that I had like kind of a crush on, um, he has since passed away, but I had a crush on Jonathan Brandis. Uh Jonathan Brandis um was in Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield. And he just I liked, he had very kind eyes. Like I think he had like these like light gray or bluish eyes. And um I liked his voice. Something about Jonathan Brandis' voice was just very precious to me, and I loved him in Ladybugs, and honestly, you know, that's the only thing I've really seen him in, um, but it resonated with me, I I feel like he did a great job, I feel like he acted really good off of Rodney Dangerfield, you know, I'm gonna watch Ladybugs this weekend, because I do have that on DVD, um, But, you know, as some people know and some people may not know, he did um, pass away. He died by suicide in the early 2000s. And and he's missed. He's missed. I feel like he would have continued to have a wonderful career. And if not continued in showbiz, he would have had a a beautiful life. But, you know, things happen. So another crush that I had, and it's the middle brother again, Matthew Lawrence. (laughs) Y'all, Oh, gosh. Y'all don't get me started on Matthew Lawrence now. Don't, don't, don't do it. So Matthew Lawrence was, um, he played the, the son in Mrs. Doubtfire, who was the middle child in that as well um but also he is the younger brother of joey lawrence joey lawrence a lot of people know from blossom and his failed music career you know nothing my love can't fix for you baby joey lawrence and then they have a younger brother named andrew and the three of them had a tv show together i forget the name of it i think it's like brotherly love or some shit but matthew was on there matthew was on Mrs. Doubtfire Matthew was on the hot chick um he's just a fine piece of ass man that Matthew Lawrence I'm telling you something about the middle children <laughs> we just I mean we we got it um yeah so you know these are my I'm, I'm gonna kick myself because I know when I get off of this there's gonna be people that I forget but I'm doing this on the fly I'm doing this while i'm high i'm doing this on the porch outside so it, it, it is what it is um so i've named a lot of like tv show stars and and you know i don't think i named any movies oh yes i did yeah, jonathan Brandis, and you know um devin sawa but also people in music so a lot of people had a crush on nick carter and he had that middle part with the floppy hair thing going too but i always had a crush on aj mclean and he's still fine i think something about aj with like the piercings and the tattoos and the in the weird facial hair and the bad boy edge um but then what's funny is so backstreet boys i had a crush on aj that was the the, the stereotypical you know bad boy of the group but in not sink. Oh, y'all, this man. And in sync, my crush was J.C., motherfucking Shazay. And he was the heartthrob of his group. So it's kind of funny. You know what it is about J.C.? And I'm going to have to do a whole separate podcast to talk about Joshua Scott, the Shazay. Okay? Um, it's just, his. first of all, his voice is so butter. It's just so... Hmm. I fell in love with JC's voice before I ever even saw what he looked like. I um, had a friend from grammar school, and I actually mentioned her in my last podcast. But I had a friend from grammar school, and she was playing in sync in the background while I was on the phone with her. And I'm like, Yo, yo, who? who turn that up. Who is that singing? Oh, this is in sync. That's JC into the y'all i looked them up them beautiful blue eyes mm that square jaw them lips the, oh the hair <sighs> nope i love black people i love black people but I would risk it off for Joshua Scott Shazay still. Okay? Even as a silver fox. Still. Okay? I digress. But JC was just, oh gosh. <laughs> and he's a Leo man too. But anyway, so JC, you know, I. When I like something, I I delve like head first, like I have to know everything there is to know about this entity, this person, this thing. I have to know. And so, of course, when I became an NSYNC fan and then specifically when I became a fan of JC, um, you know, I did a lot of research. I did a lot of online stuff. I did a lot of magazine articles. I did a lot of just consuming everything there was to know about this man and then you know that's when I saw oh he used to be on the the all new Mickey Mouse Club that came on in the early 90s now growing up like sometimes we had cable and sometimes we didn't have cable you know what I mean so um we didn't have cable consistently enough for like the premium channels we had it for the basic chance so like Nickelodeon we had access to but Disney was like a premium channel so, I wasn't as tuned into the all new Mickey Mouse Club as I wish I would have been. Um, so, um, I didn't know too much about it until after it was already canceled, after, you know, everybody was off. So, once I started, like, looking into it and trying to find clips online, and, you know, when was YouTube created? I don't even know if YouTube was available, but I feel like there was just, there were videos that were still somehow accessible, but anyway, I was able to kind of see old clips of, um, you know, the Mickey Mouse Club, and I have a couple tapes with a few episodes, and I have all of Emerald Cove, which was the little soap opera they filmed within the show. JC played a character named Clarence Wipeout Adams, and he was called Wipeout because he was a surfer. And so he has a great story arc on that show. And he's middle part with the goofy, floppy hair. I just, (laughs) I don't even know. But another guy, and I would be remiss. I, I could never leave him out. Another guy that was on Mickey Mouse Club. And I'm not talking about Justin Timberlake, though. He was there. I'm not talking about Ryan Gosling, though. He was there and Ryan Gosling. But Ryan Gosling to me didn't get fine until he became like a full grown man that can grow facial hair. He was not like when I was a kid at the same time he was a kid, he just was goofy. Like he wasn't, oh, that goofy, you know, he was just like, oh, this goofy little ass kid, even though he's older than me. (laughs) You know what? Ryan Gosling kind of reminds me of the human version of Bart Simpson. Like when Ryan Gosling was younger. Anyway, I digress. On the Mickey Mouse Club, JC was really close with and I would dare say that they were kind of like best friends as they were going through the show together I don't know what their relationship is now I would like to think that they still talk from time to time because I really loved their friendship and was invested in their friendship but uh a gentleman by the name a cat by the name of uh Anthony James Luca aka Tony the Luca if y'all don't know about Tony Luca, y'all better look him up. I know he was on that one season of The Voice, and that was fine. But <sighs> Tony is special and successful to those who are paying attention. That man, his voice, his songwriting, everything about how he does what he does should be more recognized, and I'm going to give him his flowers. But there was a time I was white boy wasted on both of them. I loved me some Shizuka, as I called it. <laughs> I really did. They, they were just and whenever I heard their voices together, tears, tears, real tears. And um, what's awesome about being a fan and, and like really being invested in the people that you like is, you know, you're aware of what they got going on. And that afforded me the opportunity back in 2004 to meet Tony Luca. I met Tony Luca on April 29th, 2004, when he was opening for Sophie B. Hawkins. And it was a last minute thing. I saw him post about it on MySpace and I was able to make it down to the concert and meet him and he was just the sweetest and I have met Tony one two three three more times since then and every time I meet Tony he greets me like we're old friends and I love that about him and he's just awesome and on uh June 4th 2004 I met J.C jc had a solo album he was touring he came he was in toronto the day before and then i saw him in buffalo the day after and he originally didn't even have buffalo on the tour list and he added a buffalo date and so i got to see him two nights in a row when i went to see him in canada i got lost on the way home didn't even think i was gonna make it through the night but i made it through the night to see jc the following day i had meet and greet because I was in the fan club and um, he kept calling me mama. He's like, hey mama. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And I met JC again. Uh, Maybe a year later or two years later, he was co-hosting. We had this like jingle ball that one of the radio stations did in Buffalo. I don't even think they do it anymore, but it was different people that were performing and JC was like co-hosting. And at one point he was... Standing like when before he announced the next act, he was standing in my section, the section I was sitting in. JC standing right there, and I had brought the picture of he and I when we met and showed it to him. He squeezed my shoulder, y'all. He touched me, anyway. <laughs> JC and Tony Luca, hands down, and then, of course, you know, honorable mention to a lot of the older guys. Um, you know the Brad Pitts of the world and the George Clooney's of the world. Brad Pitt, I think he's had his his middle part floppy hair thing going on too. I don't know what it is about that middle part and that floppy hair. Um, I do want to mention some other uh, guys. They they're not exactly white boys. I, they I, I don't know. In some circles, they may be called white adjacent. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I do want to mention David Lopez. David Lopez played Alex on Ghost Rider And I loved me some Sheldon Turnipseed I really did he played Jamal uh, But David Lopez That glow up From like season 2 to season 3 When his shoulders got Broader and his 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 like jawline Was popping out and he had Like sprouted up Like 4 feet Well, Y'all know what I mean not 4 feet <laughs> But he like And his voice got deeper. I was like, wait, what's going on with Alex? David Lopez played Alex on Ghost Rider. And he was that guy. He was that guy when he would speak Spanish with his family and with Hector. Oh, David Lopez. And along that same line is Michael Vitar. Now, if y'all know who Michael Vitar is, Michael Vitar was Benny the Jet. Rodriguez from the Sandlot. Sandlot was my favorite movie. Um, you know what I mean? When I was like 10, 11, 12. And a lot of it had to do with Michael Guitar, man. He just, he was just beautiful. And I love the way he played Benny. And I love that he was a leader. And I, uh, I love that he was brave. Um, I think at one point, like when he got older, um, I think he was in the Mighty Ducks movie. He was in like the first or second one. Um, he got into some trouble as an adult. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him now. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing better. Um, and David Lopez, it's hard to find out what's going on with any of those kids from Ghost Rider because I've tried. Oh, keep an eye out for that because the next episode we'll be talking about Ghost Rider. But anyway, I don't know what's going on with those actors, but I'll make sure I'll look up and find out the latest information I can find on the Internet for that episode. But yes, um, David Lopez and Michael Vitar. And then also, y'all know who I liked, too? <laughs> I liked um, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Thomas Ian Nicholas played uh, Henry Rowan Gardner. From another like kids sports movie, there was a lot, there was an influx of kids sports movies in the nineties, like little giants and rookie of the year, which is what Thomas e. and Nicholas was in. Um, yeah. And, and, and there, were, um, I, I just named one, um, uh, mighty ducks. They were, they were out there. Maybe I'll do an episode on nineties kids sports movies or sports in general. Cause they had the, you know, they had guts on Nickelodeon okay listen y'all um I only have a few more minutes left in this episode let me wrap it up because now I'm going off on a tangent but he was cute I liked how he played Henry Roden Gardner um and then he went on to do a king and kid Arthur's court a kid in King Arthur's (laughs) y'all it's time for bed um but anyway Mm. and then as he got older like he was in the sandlot not the The American Pie movies, y'all. And he's on TikTok. And, you know, we tell him all the time how beloved he is. So, it's... Oh, y'all. Okay. So, in like the mid to late 90s, I really had a thing for Chris O'Donnell. Y'all couldn't tell, man. Chris O'Donnell... Cause he, he was Robin, he was Robin in, uh, the Batman, the nineties Batman series. So Batman and forever and Batman and Robin. Mm. I loved me some Chris O'Donnell y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway. Oh, there was some other people I wanted to mention. I told y'all it's going to be people that I'm not even going to get to. I'm going to be kicking myself, but I wanted to mention them before I got off of here. Oh my God. <gasps> Ryan Philippi, Oh, I'm so glad I didn't forget him. Hmm. Ryan Phillippe. First of all, he's still fine. Ryan Philippi muscular, and he got tattoos all over the place. And he's just a cool dad. But Ryan Philippi in the late 90s, you just had to fucking be there. Ryan Phillippe. I know what you did last summer. Ryan Philippi, 54. Ryan Phillippe, motherfucking Cruel Intentions. (sighs) Don't get me started. Ryan Phillippe, Josh Hartnett. He was one that liked Heath Ledger. I really liked Heath Ledger rest in peace to him I'm just gonna start naming off white boys because like I said I'm getting to the end I'm only able to record 30 minutes at a time and I've already been talking for 26 minutes I didn't think this episode was gonna be this long so shout out to y'all for hanging in there with me I'm just gonna like get them off the top of my dome Corey Monteith um um okay come on get these white boys together Ty you only got a little bit of time left Um, Corey Monteith, man, don't get me started on him or I will cry. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, although I'm I'm not, I don't think he's white. He's definitely white presenting, but I'm not going to get into all that. Um, (laughs) let's just say he's not black. Okay. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, oh, they're going to come to me. Donnie Klang? <laughs> if y'all don't know, if y'all don't remember who Donnie Klang was, he was on making the band, the guys, and then he didn't get into day 26, but Diddy worked with him as a solo artist and ruined his career along with everybody else's. Um let's see. Um And Donnie had that he didn't have the middle part, but he had the floppy hair. Oh, Rob. Rob from, um, I liked, I forgot his real name, but he was on Ghost Rider. He played Rob. I really liked his character a lot too. Yeah, I thought he was cute. Oh, this is who I wanted to, I'm so glad I just, Jason Priestley and Luke Perry. Rest in peace to him as well. 90210 and you know what um Brian Austin Green as he got older like in the later seasons not so much the first couple seasons because he was still like younger than everybody else and he just wasn't as but Jason Priest I'm sorry the guy that plays Steve I... you just didn't have it kid so anyway um <laughs> I'm sorry um and let me think who else oh um i forgot his name but he played he played steve another steve on full house and he also scott winger i think it was and he was also the speaking voice of aladdin and aladdin for that matter i had crushes on cartoons too y'all like aladdin i had a crush on Raphael, like the red ninja turtle don't say nothing uh tommy from um power rangers the green ranger And Slash White Ranger had a crush on him. Um, It's Jason David Frank. Um, And there's more. I'm sure there's more. There's so many more. Um, I just can't remember them all. And I only have like 30 seconds left. So with that being said, you know, thank y'all for tuning in. Shout out to my blurs. I really want my um, podcast to grow because I love talking about these different topics. And I know it's some black nerds out here who can relate who had those little white boy crushes may still have a couple of white boy crushes and you know that's fine you know who you like is who you like you just a preference but don't don't turn it into a whole thing where you diss your people to well anyway it's getting too deep and I got three seconds left peace